show. It's 102.5 The Vote. Our hospitality worker of the day is named Matt. He worked for uh, the Craft Brew Brewery. God damn it. <laughs> Let me pull it up. The old Craft Brew Brewery. <laughs> I would if I had a uh, craft brewery, I'd call it a witchcraft brewery. Which and have one? All, and have all no witch, witch, like witch. uh, witches, like witchcraft. Oh, okay. and have all the bartenders be females and have them dress like witches. Awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, hospitality worker today is Matthew Demont. He worked at Craft Street in Trinity, and we're trying to help raise money for these folks who lost their jobs as a result of this coronavirus. He's a father. There's some picture of him with his uh, baby up on there. Uh, if you are a bartender and you lost your job, hospitality worker, you can send us an email, uh, mike at theboneonline.com, and we will uh, send us a picture where you worked, maybe a small, short, little history, little bio, a couple of lines, and uh, your Venmo. We're trying to get everybody to donate a dollar or two. Simple dollar by a quarter of our audience will go so far for these people. You don't have to do it for everyone, but if you're... Something that's like, I'll do one a week. That's good. If everybody picked one person a week to do, we'd raise some money to help them get through this tough time. So if you want to go support Matt, it's up at the Bone Online. I'm sorry, it's on at Facebook.com slash the Mike Calta Show or uh, Instagram, same thing, and I'll put it up on Twitter this afternoon. Um, this guy said, how come you don't do this for B-O-H, only for F-O-H? What does that mean? B-O-H? I don't know. Hold on. Yeah. Because I don't know what either one of those things mean, Chris. How come you only... Females you, of uh, hospitality? No. How come you don't do this for B-O-H, B period, O period, H period? B-O-H, back of house, F-O-H, front of house. Oh, Christ. Oh, Jesus. Uh, well, Who would be in the... Like the cooks. Yeah, because I can't do it for everybody, so that's... I chose to pick the people that we work closely with, and that is... You should do it. Yeah. You should do it for B-O-H. <laughs> and also... like and stop being at a B-O-H. Yeah, <laughs> bars are closed down. Technically, restaurants can still... So, like, cooks and stuff sure. are still... Look, I know those people are suffering, too, and yeah. I'm not I'm not taking anything away from them. It's just that I, I can't solve all the world's problems. I'm doing what I can do is pick... We work very closely with uh, bars, with our association with Budweiser... With our band playing uh, around, you know, four different counties uh, for the past eleven years, and we just know we know this type of lifestyle, and that's something we're associated with. So that's who we chose to try and help out. And then we're also doing the thing for the Bone family, uh, which is also available on the Facebook page. So you know, we're trying to do as much as we can, but we can't do everything. Uh, I would like to know why that guy hasn't saved people. Why are there people dying? Why hasn't he saved people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, why? I can't believe that guy thought we were going to know what BOH and FOH were. I don't work in the FOH or the BOH. <laughs> I work in the BOH sometimes. <laughs> I've been in the BH a few times. Uh, all right, time to check in with Galvin. I'm so excited. He's got today's news and the best he says new music ever. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. Why do we have a news today, Galvin? I'm so excited. Two things. One, you son of a bitch, you guys got out of doing your little fishing thing. I kept <laughs> waiting. Mike was Everybody like, thought oh, I was having a bertation. I was weird like, and stuff. Yeah, I was waiting out. I'm like, he I'm here for it. Snuck out of it this time. Uh, so anybody who was like, oh, that's what he was doing. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. I didn't know. I was 
excited about I winning. Like, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know what happened. Anything? Anyone? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. You can go to peltshoes.com. Of course, if you're going in there and you're staying a safe distance, I believe they're still open because I had a guy who uh, sent me a, a receipt. He went and bought some shoes, and he said, thank you, Galvin. And it says on there, it has a little promotional thing that said Galvin on the receipt. Awesome. Yeah. He whispered. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. From a safe distance, though. Listen, this is Spanish here about what? Listen. Ten feet away? Yeah, easy. Be quiet, be quiet. I heard it. So if you're near my if you hear my voice, you're near a Pelt Shoes right now, you can go to Peltshoes.com. <laughs> All right. New music. Oh yes. boy. Woo. Well, I know who it is. You'll know immediately who it is. But I actually want to tell you. Okay. Because I want to tell you what the song is about. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Bob Dylan released his first <laughs> oh, original I know about song. This. I haven't heard this, but I know about this. In eight years. And it's a long one. It clocks in in almost 17 minutes. And it's about the JFK assassination. Because, you know, (laughs) that's what everyone wants to hear about. Uh... It's a uh, song called Murder Most Foul. And it's technically not a new song. He uh, wrote it. It's an unreleased song that he wrote, whatever. But it is unbelievable. This is... Now, imagine you've never heard Bob Dylan before. Uh Bob Dylan has a lot of great songs. I'll admit that. A lot of great songs. This is not one of them. Oh. This is Bob Dylan oh. doing a song about the JFK assassination called Murder Most Foul. Oh, this is unbelievable. I haven't heard this yet. Take a listen to this. The day they blew out the brains of the king. Thousands were watching, no one saw a thing. It happened so quick and it's so quick by surprise. Right there in front of everyone's eyes. Somebody needs to come and get their grandma. Greatest magic trick ever under the sun. Perfectly executed, skillfully done. Wolfman, oh wolfman, oh wolfman, how? Wolfman? Rub-a-dub-dub, it's a murder most found. Okay. Somewhere, somewhere somebody is sitting there going, no, oh, it's so good to have Dylan back. Uh, Take away, like, All Along the Watchtower and all yeah. these other great songs that he did. If you played that for someone, they would go, what? Yeah, this is... <laughs> Rub-a-dub-dub? This is the, the uh, Starstruck guy. Yeah, what, what was Northern that Star. Name? Golden Star, Northern Star. Yeah, Northern, Northern Star. Star. This is Medicine Man's friend. If I said to you, this is Medicine Man's friend, he's got a band, and we play that, that's what that is. The day they blew out the brains of the king Thousands were watching, no one saw a thing it happened so quick and so quick by surprise. Can you fast forward in the middle? You want the rub a dub dub? I want to hear like a middle of the song. Wolfman, oh, Wolfman, oh, Wolfman, how? Rub a dub dub. It's a murder most foul. Uh, so that's the clip wow. that I have. I can look on YouTube and no, see if they have what more of it world? because that is unbelievable. I mean, maybe it picks up, Galvin. Maybe it's <laughs> yeah, maybe it does. So much better. Um, Murder Most Foul Murder by Bob Dylan. Foul. It was a dark day in Dallas, November 63. A day that would live on an infamy. Oh, that's how it starts. Rub-a-dub-dub. Rub-a-dub-dub. Don't get out the tub. Greatest magic trick under the sun. Perfectly executed, skillfully done. <laughs> wolfman, oh, Wolfman, oh, Wolfman, how... Rub a dub dub, it's a murder most foul. <laughs> those are the those are the lyrics. Yeah, uh, here's uh, here's some other. Okay, see if I pass people say he's this. a poet, huh? See what it is. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, it's buffering because oh, it's so boy. goddamn long <laughs> that he can't just play right away. You want me to read the lyrics to you? 
Here, hold on, I'll fast forward. Oh, every time I fast forward, it buffers. Uh, I'm going to Woodstock. It's the Aquarian Age. Then I'll go over to Altamont and sit near the stage. Put your head out the window. Let the good times roll. There's a party going on behind the grassy knoll. Stack up the bricks, pour cement. Don't say Dallas. Don't love you, Mr. President. Put your foot in the tank and then step on the gas. Try to make it to the triple underpass. Blackface singer, whiteface clown. Better not show your faces after the sun goes down. Better not show your faces after the sun goes down. Up in the red light district, they've got a cop on the beat. That's three and a half minutes into the 17 minutes. Let me go nine minutes in. (laughs) See what we got. Nope, doesn't pick up. Let me know when you decide to throw in the towel. You should throw in the towel. It is what it is. Twelve minutes. Let's go twelve minutes. Nope, still not picking up. Ride the pink horse down that long lonesome road. Fifteen. Second to nine. They killed him on the altar of the rising sun. Let's hear that. Maybe it's got a big ending. Crescendo, huh? So the only thing I could see that would make this song somewhat attractive in, in kind of the way that Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire did is it names a bunch of stuff. Uh, this names a lot of songs and artists, and but I don't, it's an awful song. It is. Yeah. Like if you told me he was just making that up as he went along, I'd go, oh, okay, still awful. <laughs> still awful. We go rub a dub dub acceptable now. Yeah. Acceptable since he's yeah, making he it up as we go. Didn't know where he was going. He grabbed a rub dub dub. Totally. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> That's so bad. Listen, at some point you gotta stop so you don't lose the legend status. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah, dude. Like Can I be 100% until today, if you would have told me Bob Dylan had died five years ago, (laughs) I would have totally believed you. Uh, That's so bad. He's got play Don Henley, play Glenn Fry, play it to the limit and let it go by, play it for Carl Wilson looking far, far away, blah, blah, blah. Then it goes down and mentions um, uh, Dickie Betts. It mentions Fleetwood Mac, Buster Keaton, Bugsy Siegel, Nat King Cole. Like, the thing is, it's just... Okay, so the same guy who just wrote that 17-minute delusional, senile, crazy, just rambling, yeah. wrote this. Knocking on Heaven's Door. Yeah. He wrote Knocking on Heaven's oh, Door. Bob yeah. Dylan. Also wrote. Like a Rolling Stone. I mean, the guy is a poet, or was. Also wrote. Times they are a change. Time it's so fine. Oh, you're you're a dime oh. in your prime. Didn't you? Then you. These are great I'll songs. Gather around people wherever you roam. Unbelievable. Yeah. And admit that. Blowing in the wind. Bob Dylan. How many roads must a man walk down? Legend. Yeah. Somebody come get their grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> go get is, your grandpa. He, this is his Madonna in a bathtub moment. <laughs> I don't know. Rub a dub dub. But it's been going on for quite some time. Oh, that's yeah. it. Like he's been putting out albums, and all it is is just musicians that are like I don't know. I'm playing with Dylan, so I'll just play whatever. And it's just him going. Oh, 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 that's awful. Oh no. 
All right, well, there you go. There's Thank you. Thank <laughs> the you music so for you. Uh, on Sunday, President Trump extended the shutdown to April 30th and said people need to take social distancing seriously. Here is Trump talking about that. The peak, the highest point of death rates, remember this, is likely to hit in two weeks. Nothing would be worse than declaring victory before the victory is won. Therefore... We will be extending our guidelines to April 30th to slow the spread. The next two weeks and during this period, it's very important that everyone strongly follow the guidelines. The better you do, the faster this whole nightmare will end. Uh, Trump had said that uh, if we can keep the deaths to 100,000 or less, that that's a win for us. 100,000. Yeah, and they talked to a doctor and the doctor said... Oh, if it's 100,000 or less, that is a huge, huge like, win. that's huge. It doesn't think that's going to be the case. Let, let me tell you the scariest moment I had uh, out of this whole thing was on Saturday. I I look at the paper online. I read the Tampa, Tampa Bay Times, and then I flip over to the papers in New York. I have the, the Post and the Daily News, and I looked up the Daily News, and I basically just look at the headlines to see what's happening. There were seven famous people that died. From coronavirus, famous people normally don't die when they have something right, like because right. they all have money and they all have it. And by famous, I mean just people I had heard of, or people that were politicians, or they were musicians, or something. But they were, and it was like so. Matter of fact, this guy dies complication of one. This guy complication. They got they had uh, on the front page one day seven people, and it wasn't even in a. This is all the people that died in coronavirus, but just different stories placed throughout the thing. And I went, oh, it's coming to the point where it's. It's common now. We're not even phased by it anymore already. Yeah, I have some uh, deaths coming up in news that we will get to that have been because of coronavirus. Uh, this, though, some idiot in New Jersey got arrested on Friday night for throwing a coronavirus party with a DJ. Uh, police found 47 people. 47 people crammed into an apartment that was 550 square feet. Oh, Jesus. That's about the size of this room. Kids are idiots. 47 people in there. Yeah. Uh, Governor Phil Murphy talked about it in his briefing the next day and called it an example of what not to do. Here is the governor talking about that. Let me give you an example of something not to do. And we are not going to be shy about naming and shaming those who can't get this message into their heads. Last night, right here in Mercer County, Ewing Township Police broke up a party with 47 people, including a DJ, crammed into a 550-square-foot apartment. The organizer was charged, as they should have been, and deserved to be. You know how in, like, superhero movies, or, like, uh, action movies, really, how they, you know, walk away and just blow something up and it blows up in the background? Yeah. That's what they should yeah. do. Yeah. They should just let something, just let it walk away, boom, just like, let it blow uh, Like, uh, not Contagion, what's the other one? Outbreak. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the whole village. Yeah, here comes some food. Yeah. yeah. Get ready to grab it. <laughs> yeah. <Not a> parachute. <laughs> By the way, anybody see that movie Mile 22? No, you had no. said about that with Mark Wahlberg. I watched it again. Yeah. It's it pretty good. good. It's, it's, Mark Wahlberg's awful, but it's um, there's this Asian guy in there. It might be one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. Oh, really? They handcuff him to a hospital bed. Yeah. And then these two doctors come in, and he realizes they're coming in to assassinate him. And he just beats the crap out of them. Well, they beat the crap out of each other, but it's a really good scene. Is this is that the Asian guy, Tony Ja? Yeah. Oh, that's um, Ong Bak. Uh, from years ago. That- Two things you said to me, I have no idea. I mean, Tony Zahn, <laughs> yeah. Unbok. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's uh, a famous martial arts guy. Yeah, he's great. He's it's great. An unbelievable from scene. from what, what movie um, or uh, show are you talking about? It's uh, that, remember he was the TIE fighter that fought with elephants? This is back in the early 2000s. You guys probably... 
Don't know it. No. Ong Bak is the name of the movie. The name of the movie. Okay. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's anyway. It's a good. It's you know mindless dumb action movie. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it really is good. I like those. Yeah, yeah. I like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I like to have those on. Uh, scammers are already trying to get people's relief check money. A guy right here in Brooksville, Florida, got a fake check, stimulus check, in the mail last week, along with instructions telling him to go to a specific location. Uh, most people will be getting the money through direct deposit, and any real checks won't be sent out for another few weeks. So this guy went to Facebook and was like, hey, this is a scam. Uh, we have the rest of the news story up on Bone TV about these uh, fake checks. Watch this. Thomas Andrews got this in the mail Thursday from the outside it looks official. Like it says, uh, time sensitive, fast tracked, open immediately, do not bend, stuff like that. But the Brooksville man immediately knew it was nothing but fishy. Do you think whoever's like behind this. this is trying to exploit this crisis? Yeah, oh, most definitely, yeah. Andrews received what claimed to be a COVID-19 stimulus check for more than $3,000. Stimulus checks to qualifying Americans are a major component of the massive coronavirus relief bill passed by the Senate Wednesday. But Andrews knew there's no way these would be in the mail yet, so he posted on Facebook to give people a heads up. I wanted to post that as soon as I could because... I know that some people, especially like people like my grandma, would have fallen for stuff like that. Along with the check is a letter telling people to come claim their stimulus incentives over the next week. It shows an address in Bushnell. No phone number, but a couple of cars you can buy there with no money down. And on your side found a phone number affiliated with that address and gave it a call. A voice recording said it was a carport and truck rental service. Andrew suspects it's a used car dealer trying to make a quick buck. So they reach out to the attorney general to let them know that this right. is going on and stuff, but it seems like it's a car place trying Jesus. to get people to come in. Is this banging banking? Uh, banging with banking? I don't know. She goes, she goes after you? Yeah, I don't uh, think. No, it's that girl. I don't know who she is. Oh, well, so, so question. So uh, what is the scam? You get the money? You no, depo- you don't get any money. I mean, you get the check. You get the check, but to like cash it, whatever, you have to go there to that car dealership, whatever, and they're like, yeah, we'll give you 3000 towards yeah. a new, you know, this, or not new, probably. Yeah, yeah but so I, I'm i assuming that's sneaky, the scam. Sneaky, sneaky. Uh, yeah, but. Unreal. You drove all the way out somewhere to get oh. your money, and they're like, oh, well, we're going to put it in this old 97 Nissan. But think about that. Like the guy said, you know, old, older people that might be confused and don't know, and, oh, I have to oh, sign yeah. this, and then you have a car, oh. and now you have a car payment. You oh. thought you were getting your stimulus check. And By the way, you guys are dicks. If you're listening to the show, you guys are dicks. Yeah, yeah, totally. This is the worst time to be doing that. You should be helping people out, and you're doing the absolute. I don't, I don't know how you hold your head up high and, and I don't know. Yeah, how you can do that to people in a time of crisis. Yeah, right. You know, uh, this is pretty crazy. The German fin- finance minister, Thomas Schaefer, was found dead Saturday in uh, over in Germany. His body was found next to the Cologne-Frankfurt high-speed rail line, and his death was ruled a suicide by police. The German newspaper uh, said that Schaefer left a note behind indicating the reason for his tragic actions was because of fears of coronavirus. Uh, Schaefer was married, and the uh, couple had a daughter and a son. The guy killed himself because of fears of coronavirus. We have a picture of him up on Bone TV there. That's the German finance minister. See, this makes me feel like he knows something that we don't know. Yeah. You know, he's proven information. Or he didn't kill himself. Yeah, or he didn't kill himself. Disappeared. Have you heard some of the conspiracy theories? About? Corona. All of it? Yeah. I mean, there's some, and there's always one little piece of evidence that makes you go, that's ridiculous. And you go, well, 
like with the whole flat earth thing, you're like, it's impossible, but what? <laughs> but, you know, there's always one thing that makes you go, uh, somebody is trying to say it has to do with the 5G antennas that they're putting up, and that's what's causing the problem, and... And it doesn't, but it's just every you, you go that well. Yeah. No, but I remember Rogan talking about five G and about how it's a bad thing. Like there's something yeah. I don't know exactly what it was. It, I'm not saying that it's related to the coronavirus, but Rogan's thing was saying that it could uh, mess with your, it could mess with people's moods. Like if you ever experienced, if you go to a movie and they use those uh, sound frequencies that you can't hear, yeah. but uh, it can affect your mood and make you anxious. Sure, five G has the capability of doing the same thing to people. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you have it like on you but all like the, the time. Signal? Yeah, the five G, the it's electromagnetic the radiation. <laughs> yeah, and uh, oh man, he I talks s- about it being able to sterilize people, and they're trying to sterilize us. Uh, I saw a thing about uh, why President Trump is calling it the Chinese virus and stuff, and they were like, "Well, it is. It's the Chinese virus, COVID nineteen. The C- it's Chinese something disease." Whatever. I looked it up. It's not. No. Yeah. It's not. But people will go but to it, great lengths to make you believe what they oh, want I you to believe. I love those people. They'll put it on the internet. It says it right here. Right, yeah. and I'm sure there's a lot of people who share that and don't. Research it. Yeah. They're like, yep, there's oh, right there. But I saw an interesting the conspiracy theory based off a show on Netflix uh, where they were saying that this it's the first round of coronavirus that's going around now. And then the Chinese have the antidote, but they're going to genetically modify it so it ups the kill rate to like 90% of people that get it die. I was like, that is ridiculous. <sighs> Oh, you're the Chinese people. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, so we go from the uh, stupid people having a party in the 500-square-foot apartment to the River Church right here in Tampa, oh. who is packed to the gills with worshipers. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, who presides over the mega church and had been reportedly defiant over social distancing, has claimed he'll cure coronavirus just the way he did Zika. With prayer? Uh, I guess so. He has vowed he will never close his church despite every doctor and scientist saying social distancing is the only way that will prevent the disease from spreading even how about, more. How about Sheriff? Uh, take a look at the church and how many people. Look at how many oh, people are in there. Baby, there's babies in there. There's old people in there. That was just recently. That was yeah. like this weekend. This guy's nuts, man. No, this no, guy no, no. This guy's not nuts. The people are nuts. Yeah. This guy's not nuts. He's making money off of these people. This guy's an entrepreneur. He's telling Those them that there's idiots. no way they could get it in a church. Right. And they have. They're so nuts that they believe everything this idiot says. And they're uh, putting all their belief into this moron, and they're and it's, he's just making money off them. He's, so, he's going to go home and gel up and be fine. And he's going to tell them, "Don't worry about it. God will handle it." Can we not locally or federally shut that down because it's a church? No, I bet you we can. I mean, Jesus, the the Vatican's doing their yeah. their well, church can on the roof you though because of the religious rights right. and stuff. This yeah, is the because, because, yes, I I don't know. I'm talking on my ass, <laughs> yeah. but I think yes. So I went digging on Facebook to find out about this guy. He does like a live stream with his wife. I'm assuming it's his wife, like every couple of days, and he wears all these crazy shirts. He's like the Joe Exotic of What's the religious world. Uh, Rodney Howard Brown, and Brown is spelled with an e on the end. But yeah, he wears these crazy shirts and does these weird live streams with his wife and people. And he's from here. It's it's here. The church is here. He sounds like he's maybe Scottish, born and lived in America. Like he's got some sort of accent to him. So I'm not sure. Uh, Let me see what it says about him. He's on uh, River International. He was born in South Africa, and uh, it's over there in Tampa. His service times are Sundays from ten to seven, and I think we should give them a call. Carmen? Yeah. 813. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to answer now, but let's see if anybody's there. Okay. 
813-971-9999. See if somebody will go on the air with us talk about their uh, get-together yesterday. Well, he's an odd-looking human. He is uh, South African. Oh, okay, so this is actually from him. I, I put in his name and was looking up, and it says, Conservative pastor who refused to close church uh, amid coronavirus pandemic suggests God will help by multiplying toilet rolls. Oh, well, he did it with fish and loaves. Yeah. He could do it with toilet rolls. I guess. Now we're safe, everybody. What yeah. are you getting, Carmen? Uh, uh, there's, like, music right now. Um, they actually have a South African office, too, and an Australian one. This guy must be making so much money. Tell him I'll give him 10 Cougarans. His world, the world headquarters are right here in uh, Tampa, Florida. Yeah. Revival Ministries International. How do you decide who what church to go to? How do you wake up and go, I'm going to go to Without Walls or I'm going to go to this thing? I think probably people that are religious hang around with other religious people and they're like, kind of like how you get your doctor. You get your, oh, I got a good guy. You know, oh, I got a great uh crazy evangelist yeah. you know but a lot of times it's the pastor of the church like and the the message they give like you enjoy hearing this person over that person but how do you know oh, you but, try different ones yeah and from friends i think yeah. oh our guy's great you should come to a service with us and you know and then maybe you go and you like him uh before you before we go too far i would like to know that according to the global soul count 28 million 129,472 souls have been saved i guess okay oh. yeah it's a pretty accurate number, I think. Where'd you go, Rodney? Yeah. No, no <laughs> luck, Carmen? No. Yeah, they're probably closed. They're probably not open yet. I would like to call them a little later on. Let's stay on top of that. In oh, it looks meantime, like he has some uh, albums out, too. God is here. Yeah. Nation oh, yeah, Praise. Yep. Killing the Planet is also available if you want to get a <laughs> perpetual harvest. There's a bunch of books available. I'm going to call into his live stream. That's what I want to do. <laughs> oh, you know what, though? They want that. Yeah, that's true. So, so I used to listen to... When I was a kid, I'd try to listen to AM stations at night that would come in from far away, and you would always get the religious channels always had the best signal, and you would get a guy, and the guy's like, uh, Jesus comes to me, and he's, he tells me these things, and blah, 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 and then he'd go to the phone, the phones, and they'd go, uh, Reverend, yes, I just want to tell you that I love you, Jesus loves you, and I'm going to go, okay, thank you, and he'd hang up on him right away. But the minute somebody called him, was like, I think you're crazy. And I, he would talk to that guy as long as he can mm-hmm. because that controversy is what creates people talking. There was a local guy here years ago that would do it on the public access. Yes. And my, all my I've interviewed that guy before. would call and prank him all the time. Yeah. I think he might, he's got to be dead by now. Uh, he wasn't that old. This is like but I, late he, 90s. He, tur- he turned it around. He was definitely a shyster, but he was what, great at it. What the hell was his name? I can't remember. I can picture him. He had, he had the curly hair. Yeah, he, he like, like, a, like a poor man's Billy Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, I know he was local because he was always on the the public access shows. Like uh, I think it was like Channel Ten. Once it would like after hours, like eleven o'clock after the news. Yes, yeah. This guy would come on, and it would always be on. We try and prank call him all the time. People would get on, <laughs> yeah. curse, and but yell he loved and stuff. that. Those yeah. are the people he wanted. He's like, I'll pray for your soul. Uh-huh. I wish I could remember that damn guy's name. Uh, so this is uh, somebody who's doing some good stuff. The city of Tampa has built a tent city that will house 100 homeless people during the Safer at Home order in Hillsborough County. The camp will be open actually today for the next 30 days. Tampa will pay Catholic Charities Diocese of uh, St. Petersburg to run the temporary tent city. 
called Hillsboro Hope. The location of the tent city was uh, not provided by Tampa officials due to safety reasons. With the 100 tents, the site will include mobile laundry mat, mobile showers and trailers, uh, six portable toilet rentals and stuff for homeless That's people. Awesome. Also, three meals a day. Uh, homeless Hope was uh, open for any homeless person except for registered sex offenders. They don't want you there. Uh, anyone who shows up to the camp will be screened for coronavirus. If some uh, present symptoms, they will be referred to Bay Care Health uh, System. Uh, each tent is spaced about five feet apart and will only house one person. Uh, the Catholic Charities will also supply the residents with bottles of water and hand sanitizer. Wow. So. That's good. Um, uh, you know... Uh, Joe Exotic's taking over the world right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're going to end up letting this guy to jail just because the world seems to be loving him so much. I wonder. I, I thought about that. How much does he love this to find oh, out? Yeah. You know, if he's on Facebook and he can see the stuff and see how well, much social media. mail that I'm sure he's getting he's to jail. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll be out soon. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, um, my wife changed her profile picture on Facebook. It was a picture of her and I. And you can add you can add a frame to it, which puts a picture of Joe Exotic's head in there with you. <laughs> oh yeah, now it's me, her, and Joe Exotic, which is pretty funny. My mother has a picture of my mother and my grandmother together for her profile picture, and now it's my mother, my grandmother, and Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> and I know my mother has not seen the Tiger King, so I call my mother the other day and I go, "Hey," and she goes, "Hey," I go, "Who's your new uh, boyfriend in the picture?" She goes. I have no idea. She goes, I looked at it on Amanda's page. I clicked on it to see who it was. Next thing you know, it's in my profile. I don't know who it is or how to get it off. And I just started laughing. Oh, that's great. I was like, yeah, good luck. I didn't even tell her. So, you know, in the show when he would do all these like live streams and stuff, uh-huh. well, people went back and looked and he was doing this on a consistent basis and they were having like 200 views, yeah. 150 views, oh. 600 views. And like he, you know, the, he was trying to be famous that whole time. Oh. Yeah. Like this live shows out of his place. Nobody was watching it. No. Uh, now. Now. Now he's like worldwide phenomenon. Superstar. I mean, how is nobody doing an in jail interview with Joe Exotic right now? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. I know. I saw David Spade. He tracked he down everybody. some of the people on the show. He did. He yeah. had everybody on there from uh, from the show. He like had them all on there and stuff. It was pretty good. It was pretty interesting. I love it. My wife goes, You know that one guy with the really bad teeth, teeth and then he got his teeth through? Like, yeah. She goes, I'm going to tell you this. And you're going to be like, no, but just look at it. And she goes, who does he look like? I go, Dave Batista. And she goes, oh, my God. I go, I go, yeah. I go we've already said it. He goes, it looks like a, a, if Batista had AIDS and was on meth. Uh, that guy. I forget who it was. It was one of the metal magazines, whatever that I follow. And uh, they had his teeth and the way they're spaced. And it had the Tool albums because, you know, the last one, it took so long for them to put. Yeah. So it was like this one, this uh, one, and then this one's way over here. Awesome. Hey, um, so uh, people are saying now something that makes a lot of sense that Carol went for a late night stroll down Nebraska yeah. Avenue. Oh yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. everyone said. Is it possible they she it. was she was hooking? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, they get picked up by a guy and then hold a gun on him and all that's that. So stuff. weird. And they man. slept together that night. Yeah, in a dirty little hotel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then such he a just weird story. disappeared, quote unquote. Yeah, because I saw a thing that said everybody in Tampa, as soon as they heard that, was like, "Yeah, we know." We know. Yeah. I, I was listening to Ron Bennington, and he was talking about it on, on his show. And he goes, "I did radio in the '90s in Tampa." He goes, "Joe Exotic is pretty much every one of our listeners." Totally, <laughs> <laughs> that seems about right for them. Uh, with the coronavirus going on, now, Spanish, you wear contacts. Yes, Carmen, you wear contacts. Yeah, I see you have your glasses on. What's better? 
right now to wear contacts or wear glasses? I can't wear my contacts right now because my eyes and allergies are so dry. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I do both. I would think? say glasses. You say glasses? I do both. I wear my contacts here and then I take them sexy off. On yeah, camera? yeah. <laughs> my glasses uh, wearing glasses instead of contacts might be a good idea for right now. Right. They might not offer protection from the virus itself, but they do something else that's important. Studies show that we touch our faces less when we have glasses on. How many times do we touch our face a day? Oh, uh, I, I couldn't even imagine. If I'm guessing, uh, let's see, 24 hours, uh, you're up for, uh, I'm going to say 800 times a day. They say you involuntarily touch your face between two and 3,000 times a day. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Isn't that sure. nuts? And they're right. I mean, right now, my eyes are always are water yeah. and itchy from... From allergies, and I'm kind of getting little yeah. eyebrow stuff. It's I in my so nose. Yeah. All the time. And now you're so aware of it that you see. And how much are you, is everybody doing this? The back of the yep. wrist? Yeah. Oh, so much. Or are you trying to do so that? So much. Which I don't know whether that's necessarily saving but us at all. But I, If I wear my glasses, I'm constantly touching my glasses to lift them higher up on my face. To go like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I figured that's still going to the same as such yeah, I, right? I don't think either way is really helping you. Yeah. They say that you touch your face less when you're wearing contact or wearing glasses though. of the wide range of emotions i've been feeling throughout this coronavirus right now i'm at the just give me the virus so i don't i can just get it over i've with. seen some people say that i've seen you quite know? a few people say that yeah, but it's not you can get it again well so. yes i know i'm that's that's why uh, you know it's just a ridiculous my, it's not chicken pox yeah all i have to say is my brother and i try to try to give each other good christmas presents every uh, year like we try like it's my brother and father are my job to buy them stuff and uh, we try to make them good. And my brother got me the the safe that you got me, the flag thing mm-hmm. that opens up. And that was a really cool gift. I got him what I thought was a great gift. And he has been crapping on it forever until now. I bet he's using it. It's a thing where you take your phone and you put stuff called a phone bath. And you put your phone in and you close it. And in five minutes, it kills all the germs yeah, on your nice. phone. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, yeah, phone bath. I think they had that on uh, Shark Tank. Well, he didn't love it when I gave it to him. No, he loves it. I, well, he should. He should be charging people to come over and cleanse their phones. Yeah, because I've seen people that had like the big novelty roll of toilet paper. They're like, stupid birthday present. But now yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah. That's the best thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty crazy. Uh, an Amazon delivery man was caught on video spitting on a package in the uh, in a Los Angeles neighborhood. Oh, we have the, yeah, this is unbelievable. We have the news story up on Bone TV. Check this out. Oh, sorry. Spitting on a package. The recipient's ring video shows the man spitting, then smearing the spit with his hand. Happened yesterday at Hancock Park. The man logs that delivery and then he leaves. A neighbor's ring camera catching the same incident from another angle. Recipient says he wants the driver to be tested for COVID-19. He told us Amazon called him and apologized and gave him a $50 credit. We're told the driver's no longer delivering Amazon packages. Now, the way, motive for that? Like, now the way the guy spits, he spits into his hand and rubs it on the pack. I think he's rubbing it on the barcode so he can scan it or something. Or do I, It's not like he's doing it like, ha-ha, take this, spit, you know what I mean? Yeah. But still dumb. Still a really dumb thing to do at this right. time, and you shouldn't be doing that. But the way he does it, he spits into his hand and rubs on the box yeah, like he's trying to... Take a photo or yeah, something. Yeah, whether it's the address thing or the barcode or what it is. But yeah, really a dumb thing to do because then somebody picks up that package. Yeah. If you have coronavirus, they have coronavirus, and we ruined everything. Yeah, that's really, that's really weird. I don't know. I've been getting a lot of packages, especially Amazon. I watch everything. My son ordered a pair of sneakers online, mm-hmm. and he paid through PayPal. And 
they said uh, they were delivered and they weren't there. And they were like $300. And we never got them. And it said delivered on this date at this time. And it was handed to a guy. So I went through that date and that time. I watched the whole day on my cameras. Not one guy walked up to my door. Nobody delivered anything. To, so we, now we had to file a police report. We had to turn over the police. It's ridiculous. But that's that's uh, what these cameras are doing. They're giving us the opportunity to to fight back and be yeah. aware of what's happening in our houses when we're not there. Absolutely. So that's, I'll tell you, that's one of the best inventions ever, that ring doorbell. Well, it is because that guy wound up uh, getting bought out by Amazon for a yeah. billion dollars. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I'm able to see my house when I'm not there. I'm able to communicate with people when I'm not there. I could turn an alarm on. I could turn lights on. It's pretty awesome. And like we talked to uh, Damon Johns from Shark Tank because that guy was on Shark Tank and they passed on it. Yep. <laughs> they passed on yep. it. And then he winds up getting bought out by Amazon for a billion dollars. When they when they pass on something, they usually have a pretty decent reason for why. I wish I can remember or know what the reason they passed on that was. Well, I think he wanted too much money. Isn't that what that he said when we spoke with... Um Maybe. Well, that would be a bad. That would still be wrong right now because they still would have made more. Or I don't know whether the technology. Uh, they, I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. I remember watching it, but they passed on it. But uh, you know, there's sometimes where they pass on stuff, and then they see them later on. There was one that was uh, like blue plate or one of those right. bl- blue blue apron, blue apron. Or whatever, but it was one of those type things. In that Kevin O'Leary met up with the guys later, and they were doing a little bit better. And he goes, "All right, it seems like it's." doing well now, I think we could really do something. And then they wound up being huge and, you know, making millions and millions of dollars. That's so great. Uh, taco Bell just announced that they're going to be giving everyone a free taco tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah. If you go through a drive through tomorrow, you'll get a free Doritos Locos taco. No purchase necessary. I mean, I imagine if you're there, you're probably going to get something anyways. Uh, you won't get one if you order delivery. You have to actually go through the drive through to get your free taco from Taco Bell tomorrow. That's not bad. So if you're interested. I mean, one taco? Yeah. One taco. Yeah. It's not worth the drive. Yeah. If you're going to Taco Bell, though. Yeah. 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 Hey, here's an extra yeah. taco. By the way, give me my taco. <laughs> Uh, Bush Beer just launched the Foster a Dog Get Bush yeah. program this week <laughs> in order to encourage folks to invest in fostering a rescue pup. They're uh, doing it in collaboration with Midwest Animal Rescue Services. Uh, the beer company is offering a free three-month supply of beer to anyone who fosters or adopts a dog from the rescue from now until April 25th. Uh, or until supplies last. And if you've been thinking about adopting a dog, now is actually a really good time because you're home, so you can bond with the dog. You can kind of teach the dog. You'll be home with the dog, so make sure that you take it out and it gets potty trained and all that type of stuff. So. I'm spending so much time with my dog. Yeah? Oh, it's been great. I actually took her to get a little uh, bath yesterday. That was another process. Had to get out. Oh, yeah, girl sure. had to come outside, had to let the dog walk over to her, take her in, go back to pick her up. They just open that. It's, it's weird. Uh, I don't know if you saw. It was on my Instagram and my Twitter. My dog, Ghost, will only bark when I bark. If I do other animal noises, she won't bark. I did like a, a cow and a gorilla and a snake. Well, but if I bark, she barks back. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. <laughs> so then I was walking around the whole time going, uh, I bark, you bark, we bark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe Diffie, the country singer who had a string of hits in the 90s with chart-topping ballads and honky-tonk singles like Home and Pickup Man, has died after testing positive for COVID-19. 
He was 61 years old. That's crazy. Yeah, Diffie on Friday announced that he had contracted the coronavirus, becoming the first country star to go public with such diagnosis. Duffy's uh, publicist said that the singer died Sunday due to complications from the virus. And if you don't know Joe Diffie, here is a montage of a lot of hits that he had. Uh, there's plenty more, but here's some of them. Drop me up beside the jukebox if I die. the point that's only halfway I, through the montage you told me that was one long song i would have believed <laughs> uh joe uh joe put his picture back up please joe diffie oh, so I joe know. diffie the entire time looked basically like that kind of a heavy set guy with a mustache and really crazy hair uh that shows he's a great country artist because he did not have the look at all he right. was just like a fat guy that they tried to do something with his hair but he had a bunch of great songs and he was a good singer and stuff uh, back uh, before it mattered what you looked like i i've hung out with him a couple of times i interviewed him on the show a couple of times he was a nice guy he used to date some girl that i used to work with oh yeah oh. yeah yeah and you know by all accounts he's a pretty nice guy yeah dude one day we had him on the air and we called her and asked her to come in the studio she was down the hall and she got to the door, and she was like, what? And we're like, we just want to ask you something. And she walked in, and she goes, I'll never forget, she walked in, and the minute she walked in, it hit her. She goes, you guys got Joe on the phone. Uh, <laughs> ran out of there. I was like, ah, oh, damn it. Uh, don't be scared. Don't be scared. It's a Mike Kelter Show Death Pool Update. So fellow country star John Prine is in critical condition. He has been hospitalized since Thursday after suffering from symptoms synonymous with the novel coronavirus. While Prine's exact medical condition is unclear, his situation is critical. He's old. That's uh, his family said in a statement on Sunday. After a sudden onset of COVID-19, John was uh, hospitalized on Thursday. He was intubated uh, Saturday evening and continues to receive care, but his situation is critical, the Prine family wrote. Now, you had him last year. Right? Didn't you have him last I year? Probably. I, I think remember, you did. Yeah. Uh, I picked him up as an emergency pick yeah, this year. He is sick and he's old and he was he looked old before he got sick. So yeah. Um I would would you call him a country artist? Uh folk country? I don't know. Yeah. What would you say he is? Yeah, I would have said more of a folk guy than anything, but yeah. uh, good luck to him. He lives here, I think. Uh now that's a solid famous guy pick, right? Yes. I noticed uh the Geo did an emergency pick uh, earlier, about a week ago. Okay. Mark DeSolner. Who? Also who? Who? Mark DeSolner. Nope. No. You know who he is? Who is that? Yeah, I didn't know who he was either. And, I don't know, I mean, maybe we want to talk about this, whether uh, famous... He is an American politician, member of the Democratic Party, serving since 2015. He is the U.S. representative for California's 11th Congressional District. Mm-mm. I don't like it. No. I don't like it. 
I vote against that. I don't like it one bit. Not famous. Not famous. Not famous. Not famous. We don't even know. To, we don't even need to go to Tony on that. Overruled. Yeah. Unanimous. I mean, public I, office. Public, public office, and I would imagine that if he dies, they'll talk about it, especially if he dies from coronavirus. If he was a Florida politician, he would be famous. So politicians off the board. Not, not politicians off the board. Anybody in the House Representative, not in Florida, off the board. No. No, because you, like, you can get like somebody in California. <laughs> I'm just really... trying to clarify so I know going forward. Take a breath. You... Any, any politician not in Florida, not famous. No, no. no you can get, just... I'm trying to think. There's plenty of politicians. Rand Paul has it. He's, he's famous. He's not from here. Okay. So elected officials, no. No. Some elected officials. Some elected elected famous officials famous doesn't one. make you famous. Okay. You have to be famous for something other than just... Than public office. Yes. Okay. That just makes so going forward, a public official. You have public officials, elected public officials, not famous. No. Depends. It's an individual. It depends. It, I'm, just try, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm just putting out that I had John Lewis as one of my original picks. And John he's, Lewis is famous. Uh, yeah. Also a civil rights leader. John well, Lewis. Well, you also famous. had... Uh, what's his face? Michael Sleggs, who was in one episode of a British TV show. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah. That's why this year we went around and made sure that we all, for the initial picks, we were right, whatever, so we're not sneaking in J.D. Salinger, whoever this guy was. <laughs> J.D. Salinger, <laughs> way, more famous. Famous. Oh, yeah. way more famous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I mean, he's an elected official uh-huh. in the House. So I'm just saying, if that's what we're gonna, if that's gonna be the line, then going forward, mm-hmm. you can't pick anybody from that's been elected official. No, you can if they're famous. <laughs> then you have to be famous. Well, what what makes you famous if you're elected, if everybody in the room says if you're an elected politician, you were elected. Yeah, but like Hillary, like Hillary Clinton, she's famous for not like not just being a politician. Like she's been in the news. She ran for president. Like she's crossed over into a person, uh, a water cooler person. She's a. Well, uh, household name. She was a first lady. But there's, yeah, there's also a lot of politicians that are very famous right. and haven't done anything outside of politics, but they're super very famous. I mean, every, yeah, every president, yeah. you know, every vice president. I thought it was if somebody's newsworthy, then they're considered famous. No. Yeah, if they're newsworthy, like if this guy had been in the news for fighting something Yeah, or smoking crack and yeah. banging well, the black it was, face. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was all over the news that he was critically ill. Oh. Yeah. That, uh, That's a good point. All right. No. Nope. But now, now I know going forward where we've set the line. Yeah. Well, good. Choose better. <laughs> <laughs> who did you, uh, do you know who you took off to get that guy? Olivia Newton-John, Brett Michaels, Dave Mustaine, Chris Mortensen are all ones that you canceled out to get somebody. So anybody in the House of Representatives. No? That's off. not what we're saying. Still not what we're saying. They have to be famous. This Anybody guy name some people from the House of Representatives. I'll tell you if they're famous or not. <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, famous. Yeah, who? Definitely. Yeah. AOC. Ooh, Oak. You but know. you know her. Damn Everybody right. knows her. I know the sweet mouths. She made a name for herself. Mm-hmm. Same with um, Kamala Harris. I know her. Well, she also ran for president. There you go, Jill. Pick okay. her. Now I know for next time. Good. It's fine. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Anybody in the House of Representatives off the board? No, that's no. Not, nope. still not what I'm saying. Go with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can go with that, uh, except for a special circumstance. <laughs> this is the fix is in. The fix is oh in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
I'm losing, so I don't know what fix you're talking about. Uh, can you name this theme song? Very popular show. We loved it. You and I loved it. Is it Cheers? No. You want to go where everybody knows his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is not true. You think it's the extended version? This is literally the theme song for this show. Isn't that crazy? I don't remember this at all. Started from the beginning. Watch the show from the a million times. This should give it away. Wings? Wings. Yeah. Oh, wow. With the airplane, yes. Did you know David Tram died? Roy Biggins? Roy? Yeah. Oh. Roy Biggins. Uh, David Biggin. Tram, who played Roy Biggins, the rival airline owner on Wings, right up there on Bone TV, has died. He was 73 years old. He appeared in all 172 episodes between 1990 and 1997. Tram was a founding member of the New York's uh, acting company, which announced the news of his death on Sunday. Oh, man. What a great show that was. Oh, such a great show. But, God, I do not remember that uh, was that the that theme was song? Was that how it was played? Uh, yeah. Just like that? No, that was, really. and it just had like uh, Nantucket in the yeah, background yeah, and, yeah. and kind of birds flying around and stuff, and that was it. <laughs> well, uh, he he has died. Oh. Another person has died. Joan Jett? Not Joan Jett. The original co-writer and original singer of I Love Rock and Roll, Alan Merrill, has died. After contracting coronavirus, we have a picture of Alan up there on Bone TV. He looks just like Joan Jett. <laughs> he does, right? Yeah. Uh, Alan, uh, his daughter, broke the news uh, saying that the 69 year old had been healthy enough to play shows just a few weeks ago. Uh, of course, I Love Rock and Roll became a huge hit for uh, Joan Jett and the Heartbreakers in 1982, and then uh, has been covered by uh, Britney Spears, Weird Al, all kinds of different people. But uh, that guy has died of coronavirus. If, if you told me that was Joan Jett, before she became a woman, right? Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." And by the way, he wouldn't be getting any nope. points either. If he no, didn't. he wouldn't. No, even though he was the co-writer until today, I did not know. Also, him. in the House of Representatives, yeah, you know, <laughs> wouldn't get him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with the uh, gentleman from the great state of rock and roll. <laughs> uh, so a lot of people are giving Bobby Flay a hard time because he has decided to ask Americans to help him pay his staff. While his restaurants are closed, that, closed during the pandemic. That's awful. Uh, Bobby Flay is worth $60 million. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's his uh, businesses. Yeah, and he set up a GoFundMe campaign asking for $100,000 wow. for employees of his restaurants that have worked their asses off oh. to make him a multi-millionaire yeah. that's worth ridiculous. $60 million. Bobby, that, really, that really is ridiculous. I mean, I, he can't help everybody, but... I mean, I don't know. He can't help everybody. It's his own staff. But it's his, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I couldn't afford to pay all you guys. if I don't pay you guys now, but, but you if can, you guys all got laid off, I couldn't afford to pay all of you. Right, but you're also not worth 60, what was it? You don't know. 60 million. 60 million dollars. You don't know how much I'm worth. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. And if I was, I would be paying all of you. Yeah. Right. But it's a lot more people that he has working for him than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He may be able to not financially afford it. He's only asking for 100 grand. I don't know it does seem odd. It seems yeah. uh, no, I know that, but it's probably a hundred grand plus what he's putting in. I'm hoping, I'm assuming. 
If he came out and was like, I lost my ass in the stock market and have no liquid cash left, then it's a little understandable. But to start a GoFundMe for his own people is a little ridiculous. Uh, Just so you know, so he's worth $60 million. If he took $5 million and let's say he has uh, 1,000 employees, okay, he could give them each $5,000. And still have $55 million. Right. And... Would be a great story, and people would love him. Yeah, and people would but call also, him a great guy. You tell him he's worth sixty million dollars. That's, that's what his businesses are. Sure, worth. Sure, his restaurants and his house and all that everything. stuff. Yeah. But you know, and okay, so, so he could easily scratch off a hundred thousand dollars. You got to think. Yeah, you know, if he's asking for a hundred thousand, that would have been something. If he said, "I'm putting up a hundred thousand dollars," anybody who's come to the restaurant and wants to help these people out, you know, if you can put any towards it, yeah, you know that that's fine. If he's putting in, and he may be, we don't know, right? But it's just one of those things where you go, "Well, you're worth a lot of money." So, <laughs> yeah. so um, back to Tiger King. <laughs> I, I was I mentioned I was listening to Benny thing this morning. He was pointing out how somehow a tiger and ti- having tigers is associated with swingers. I mean, think about it. After after the show, there was yeah. one guy who got all the chicks. There was you know, and my. My wife tells me, and I don't know if she wants me to talk about she this. She wants a tiger? No, my wife told me you know, before we were married, <laughs> when we were dating, that she worked for a big company here, and that they had a guy who worked there who, um, she goes, I was young when I worked there, so I didn't realize, she's like, I wouldn't have recognized swingers by just seeing things. Mm-hmm. You'd have to tell me they were swingers. And she's like, and I had this guy and his wife both worked there, and they would invite me over like to see the tigers and stuff. She goes, so one time me and one of the other coworkers went over there to see the tigers and we wanted to get in there, see the tigers and leave because it was weird. And uh, I was like, I vaguely remember this. And that guy was friends with Carol Baskin. Oh. And her husband, so I wonder if Carol was in a little swinger action. I don't know. Surprise me. I don't know, but I know that they didn't want to talk since the, uh, the Tiger King aired. We tried to get her on the air and she said no. But Eric Waxler just put up a video that uh, Howard Baskin made where he's trying to dispel some of the rumors and talk against Tiger King about, you know, things that made them look weird. <laughs> I saw a meme with her, with him, and then she's got him on the leash, on the beach, Come whatever. On, and it said, when couples have a Facebook together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But that's the thing. You can't do a bunch of a photo shoot like that and then not think that people are going to think you're a swinger or a weirdo. Uh, by the way, Tiger's associated with swingers. Last time we saw Tiger's over there, Totally. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, so. Uh, Spanish will be very excited about this. Yes. Your boyfriend, Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Is in talks to star in a live action version <gasps> of the 80s video game Dragon's Lair. Yes. Now, when Dragon's Lair came out, remember how big of a deal yeah, that was? because it was a cartoon. Right. right. Yeah. But and it was so hard. dumb. Like, why would, like, like, it's so dumb for them to make that now. Like, who cares about that? Because it's a retro thing, and... You say that it's dumb, but depending on the take that they do, like, yes, I think that it's dumb, but they may do some kind of take where you're like, oh, that's actually pretty interesting the way they did it, you know. Yeah. And it's Ryan Reynolds. He could do no wrong. But also, Ryan Reynolds, slow down on that stuff because you did the, the Pikachu, Pokemon, Pokemon, right, Pokemon thing. And then he's yeah. a guy in a video game, that movie, Th- right? That looks really cool, though. That looks like a great idea. So... There are like non-essential characters, right? Is that what like they're the called? background characters, yeah. Background characters in video games, 
and this is showing them in real life, and he works at a bank, and then one day he decides, I'm not going to be in the background. I'm going to take matters in my own hand and grabs the gun from a guy who's robbing the place, and then he goes outside and grabs some glasses, and he sees all the different stuff, like this has all the fuel, and this has this and everything, and he starts beating people up and becoming like the hero of the game, and it looks like a great idea. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I've been watching a lot of people performing on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Billings has done a lot. McLean Maddox has done a lot. Uh, Dave Erasmo, uh, the the Ronnie D family, him and AJ, and there's other kids. Uh, I, I've been watching a lot of people's performance. My buddy Marty, who lives in New York, has been doing a thing every afternoon, and I think it's pretty cool that they do that. People who should stop doing that are DJs. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't put it on and let people listen to your mixes, but nobody needs to watch you DJ, and and especially if you're not using turntables and you're using those little CD players and you're just adjusting volume knobs. DJ then, push play. Yeah, and then and then like when the mix hits, you do one of these arm like you're an old '80s magician with right. your arms. And then I have some friends from New York who are like almost 50 years old and still do DJing, but just fine. That's a business that they do. They do weddings and things like that, and they get they charge a ton of money for it. But the, nobody wants to watch you with your gray hair in your bedroom and turntables spinning and clapping and doing all this stuff. It's awful. Awful. If you can do tricks, like I never, I was like, well, I don't know what DJs really do. And we hired uh, DJ Doc Rock was the guy who we hired at the club that I worked at. And he came in like second for the Pleasure Island thing. And I go, show me like some stuff. Show me some cool stuff. He had three records going. All playing the same thing. And he was stopping one, starting the other one, doing it. And then he picked up the middle one and started bouncing the needle to the beat and stuff. Then he started taking his shirt off. And each time he'd take a little bit more off and he'd spin this one back and do something. Yeah. He was spinning cool. with his mouth. It was unbelievable. He was flipping the records while he's playing. He's going, bah, 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 and flipping the records and putting the needle on. And I was like, that's impressive. Because yeah. really most of the time, you're exactly right. You just see press play and then the beat drops and they go, Oh. Yeah, <laughs> like something. You're like, I don't think uh, you did anything there. Yeah, and a lot of clapping and pointing to the phone. Yeah, while it's on. It's been pretty awful. It's been, <laughs> but also I can't stop watching it. That's why whenever people go to see like Dead Mouse, and then I'm like. I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe you're on enough drugs where that's entertaining. But I think you know. that's it. Uh, yeah. And he wears that cool helmet that looks like a mouse with lights. <laughs> lights yeah. Up, yeah. yeah. Good for him, man. Yeah. He, he's got to be laughing under that helmet. You don't even know if it's him, man. It could be could somebody be else. Yeah. yeah. Could be a girl. Could be Tiger King. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> uh, final Tiger King for the day and final thing for news. Cardi B wants to start a GoFundMe <laughs> to get Tiger King star Joe Exotic out of prison. She says, quote, they did Joe so dirty over and over again. So Cardi B is on Joe Exotic's side. Joe Hopefully. Exotic, though, is still an awful human being. Yeah. Oh, totally yeah, awful. Yeah, I get what she's saying, but he's an awful human and being. And who knows whether they did him dirty or not, but he's also a piece of garbage that abused animals and killed all kind of animals. Yeah. And so he's the worst in the world. So, yeah, Cardi B, way to go. I think she's looking at uh, Kim Kardashian doing a lot of work where she's freeing people from prison, right. and she wants to try and help out, and she decided to pick the Tiger King <laughs> oh, as her uh, first person. Oh, you right. They did you dirty, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is it for news. Oh, man. Look at that, right at 8 o'clock. And we started with new music oh. from Bob Dylan. Yeah, we're done. If you didn't hear about it. Uh, the day they blew out the brains of the king. <laughs> Thousands were watching, no one saw a thing. It happened so quick and they're so quick by surprise. 
right there in front of everyone's eyes. What does it sound like if you let your crazy uncle it into your studio? It is magic ever under the sun. Perfectly executed, skillfully done. Throw in like a rub-a-dub-dub. <laughs> wolfman, oh wolfman, oh wolfman, how? What does that mean? Rub-a-dub-dub. It's a murder most found. Wolfman, oh wolfman, oh wolfman, howl. I don't know. Is Wolfman Jack around? I mean, there is a Wolfman kind of... Jack reference later on in the song. Okay, but so it's Wolfman Jack played this song. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he, maybe on his radio show, he played a song dedicated to Kennedy for the. So I don't know. I, I really, I gotta be honest with you. I don't want to figure it out. No, no. <laughs> Let's let it be a mystery. <laughs> that is it for news. All right, uh, let us take a quick break. 